Veterans with Benefits is brought to you by Gray Sweatpants. When you want to make everyone around you uncomfortable, it's Gray Sweatpants. Found in all major retailers and your depressing uncle's bottom drawer. VWB is also brought to you by Master Wong's Lawn Care Service. For your residential and commercial needs, Master Wong has traveled the Orient and the far reaches of the world to discover the ancient ways of lawn maintenance. To book an appointment for an estimate, go to www.graysweatpants.com. Let Master Wong kick your grass. product from the Veterans with Benefits R&D department to treat men with ED. Let's face it, fellas, ED happens to the best of us. You can talk to a licensed physician over the phone or online. There's no more awkward in-person doctor visits telling a complete stranger your dick isn't working. This ships direct to your house in a complete non-discreet box. If your neighbors see this, they're going to know what's inside. There's a penis on a skateboard grinding down a volcano. But your ED problems are going to be a thing of the past. So go to VetChew.com. VWB listeners using the code VWB will receive a free tote bag with every purchase. So go to VetChew.com. My little brother's always trying to flex on me in these little ways. The other day we're on the phone. He's like, uh, abruptly, he's like, oh, I got to go. I got to go wash my dishes. And like, you know, my dishes. Like, said it like that. Like, paper plates ain't fucking fancy anymore. Fong, <coughs> what's up, buddy? Face perfect. <laughs> what's Not going much. on? <laughs> I'm just loving. Yeah? Yeah. It feels like a little too early for you. No, I took a nap before this. Yeah. You take naps like every day, don't you? Yeah, you know it. <laughs> so how you well, been, dude? Just been tired. <laughs> yeah? Working yeah. a lot? I guess. You know, yeah. The too bad. Dude, so, um, I was just, uh, when I was thinking about you before we did the show, yeah. um, you actually did something that I've only seen maybe once or twice in the whole time I was in. You know, you did your first, you did four years and peaced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And dude, and dude, that's rare, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, you I don't know because you were in for person. such a short period of time, but it like, it is, dude. Like, yeah. it's usually, you know, everyone does six or they'll do, they'll, you know, they'll do eight. Yeah, like extend maybe a little bit more, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when you um to tell everybody uh you know your um your enlistment dates. So I enlisted September of twenty fifteen and separated September of twenty nineteen. And so uh what was the big decision for you to go in? Because to be honest, dude, I could see you working at like a blockbuster. Not doing yeah, yeah. not not being in the military, dude. Yeah, I definitely feel the same way. Uh, military never really crossed my mind, but uh felt like I wasn't going anywhere. And someone told me about the military, I got the offer, 
Well, all right. I can see what this is all about. So I joined. Fong, uh, I don't remember, dude. Um, are you Korean? No, I'm Filipino. Filipino, okay. okay. So, like, in your house, the military was probably never brought up, right? Yep, correct. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I'm going to ask you this, it's going to sound stupid, but, like, I mean, in the Filipino, like, community, like, in your house, like, that that's never, like, a thing, is it? You know, like, joining the military? Yeah, they just want you to go to college. Or maybe yeah. Maybe a trade school type thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I, I kind of always figured that, um, you know, you guys just have a, a different mentality about the military. Yeah. Uh, both my parents don't like the idea. But I uh, definitely won't want to just for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So what was boot camp like for you, dude? Because I can't I, look for the couple years I knew you. I never seen you raise your voice, and I feel you know like you're that type of dude who's just quiet under the radar. How the hell did you not scream in boot camp? Oh, I guess they didn't really notice me. There was like four other Asian people in my flight, but at the time of my life in boot camp, actually, having fun. I was smiling everywhere. I was eating good. <laughs> Make friends. Yeah. <laughs> you have you have no horror stories for boot camp. No, not at all. Everyone was friendly to me. I was friendly to them. You know, quickest two months of my life, actually. <laughs> oh my god, that's what I loved about you. Your your optimism. Um. What was like? Uh, what was like coming to Minot for the first time? What kind? Because of, I, wow. I know you're from Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's really uh, quite the shocker. Yeah. I came to Minot March of 2016, and uh, when I came, there's still snow, and I'm like, whoa, what the hell? It's March. There's still snow on the ground. I don't know what's going on, but I don't like this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pretty much, I saw barely anything, just grass, barely any trees. And, you know, from a desert landscape, big city type place. And the only cool place in Minot really is just the Walmart and maybe the mall. <laughs> but, you know, a few closed down vacant stores. I'm like, wow, this is going to be my life for the next few years. It's pretty depressing, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> So I mean, like, uh, do you you know do you have any friends that are still in that you still like keep in talk in contact with? Oh yes, of course. Some AFE, some non AFE. Yeah. 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 It's all about it's all about suffering together. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm sure you met you know you worked with a lot of um, NCOs you know in your time. In your four years? Yep. Who was the best one? Dang, the best NCO. Hmm. Dang, I never thought about that. I feel like work-wise, like getting stuff done, I feel like probably Sergeant Finch. Okay. Yeah. He always made sure stuff got done, and he wasn't like the type of person just to dish out orders. 
we actually took the time to like got to know the gear and stuff because he was from a different base. And when I deployed with him, he pretty much ran the show, even though he was second in charge because the person in charge actually didn't do anything. Man, fuck you. You're supposed to say me, dude. God damn. What? Oh, damn. Yeah. Man, fuck Sergeant oh, yeah. Finch. Damn. Yeah, damn. I have to kick you off my show, dude. Oh, damn. See, they're going on a... Go ahead. They're going on a goddamn love story about Sergeant Finch. Hey, he ran the show? Yeah. Whack-ass Sergeant Finch. <laughs> oh, man. Damn. Invite you on my show gonna have all these people listening to you and stuff just straight up clown but like you were dead like serious personal... about all those yeah but you probably got paperwork to back it up though. damn dude personal wise though yeah like, man outside of work finch ever invite you over house for dinner nah dude he did actually though and they yeah it's probably, it's probably gross probably made you eat some like weird fish or something uh no no it was actually beef steak <laughs> beef steak. What the fuck yeah. does beef steak? You just just say steak, dude. <laughs> oh, well. This is in America, all right. You say yep, I ate yep. a steak. I'm I'm gonna assume it's made of beef. I want two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> the choices you make fucking are very controversial. Yo, speaking of that, let me tell everybody the story that of the. Uh, First time I invited Fong over here for, for my house for dinner. Now, with young airmen, especially you were my troop, weren't you? Yes. Yeah. So I always, I would always, uh, when I got a new troop, I'd always invite him out to my house for dinner, you know, meet my family and just chill out outside of work, you know. And he asked me to bring anything. I was like, nah, you don't have to bring anything. You know, I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, if you want to bring a dessert, you know, go get a, go get a pie from the commissary. This dude comes over my house with a bag full of snack packs, like individual cup chocolate pudding snack packs. That's what he thought a dessert meant. It was, dude. I wish I had it videotaped. Like it was like a it was like a scene out of a movie. Fong, what good? the what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> Uh, you, I eat you walk, packs for dessert. Fong walks in my house and goes, I hope everybody's got spoons. <laughs> <laughs> what were you supposed to pour it all in a bowl? <laughs> hey, but they're individual. Some people will be like, oh, I want some people like, oh, no. And you can save no. the rest for another day. In the history of dinner, nobody has ever said yeah, I can't wait till dessert. The puddings are gonna be the bomb. <laughs> Fong, you were born here, right? Yes. Yeah, you're American, blue and blue. Yep. Or through and through. Yep. Dude. Yeah. Don't tell me it's a Filipino thing. I know that's a damn lie. Hey, I just thought it would be an awesome idea and different. <laughs> yeah. Until they kick you out the club. Oh, that's true too. <laughs> I wouldn't have been offended if you said, you know what, you could just you can leave and take your snack packs with you. Yeah. So, um, what was it? What was it like for you to get out? You weren't. Um, did you have like a weird? Um, 
you know, phase of when you left? Uh, it wasn't really weird. I noticed people stopped really talking to me as I was trying to transition out. And I noticed, like, they're kind of treating me worse. They're trying to get as much out of me before I separated, you know? Sometimes they would, uh, not really try to let me go to appointments when I had to go do them when transitioning out or trying to separate. Yeah, you know what? Um, I have an earlier episode and we go through all that because, you know, a lot of people, especially the civilians that listen to this show, don't realize, like, when, if you have a shitty batch of leadership, they'll do, they'll do this when you... You have a few weeks, you got to go to all these appointments and get all these signatures, but they'll try to work you to the bone till, you know, the very last day, just to squeeze as much work out of you as possible. Instead of figuring, instead of figuring on a new way to delicate things with one person missing. Yep. That's correct. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, and anyone listening knows someone that, that does that, or if you're listening and you do that, you suck. At life. And everyone hates you. No. But I mean, to be honest, uh, I remember when I, I remember when you got out, um, you know, when I saw you and then when you moved away, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. You went back to Nevada? Correct. Yep. Yep. So how long did you stay there before you moved back? I stayed there until the March of 2021, actually. Okay. Because during the time 2020, uh, you know, it was COVID time. And, yeah, everything wasn't really happening. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, do you feel like anything... Anything from the military you learned, does it still, like, stick in you? Like, when you're in the grocery store, do you make a facing movement when you turn? Oh, yeah, I actually do sometimes. (laughs) It's just fun to do. (laughs) Would you feel like most of it, like, you know, like that weirdness of the, you know, being in the military, like, trying to be a civilian again, was that hard? Oh, yeah, definitely, you know. I feel like people don't like understand like what it really takes and what comes out of it once you leave and how it changes you as a person. Yeah. Um, how do you feel like it changed you though? Uh, this is, this is my analogy for good. Fong. This is Fong before the military. Imagine Fong sitting on a couch and has his legs on the coffee table. Holy that's a, crap, that's, you know? that's civilian Fong. Military Fong is he's still sitting on the couch, but his feet are on the floor. <laughs> yep. yep. We're actually upgraded. Got the couch <laughs> that reclines now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, I, I so, feel like it changed me in a way, like, I don't know, I feel like I used to be a lot more extroverted, and now I feel more kept to myself. 
Really? Yeah. Hey, did you ever meet that person? I know you only did four years. Have you ever met that person that uh, you looked at him and you were like, how the hell did he get into the military? Oh, yeah, I think you know who we're talking about. <laughs> I'm surprised you made NCO. I, I can't even remember the name. Henderson. <laughs> Shots fired, Fong. <laughs> well, yeah, it can be any Henderson, but uh, it's a man named Henderson. <laughs> Henderson's a saint. You leave that yeah. man alone. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, dude. So, there's one thing I got to bring up when I'm talking to you. You were the only person I know that I know it wasn't in in your direct in your possession, but your dad owned a what? 1981 DeLorean. Your dad owned a 1981 DeLorean. Oh, my God. Fong, dude, if you can text me that picture, do you please tell me you have a picture standing in front of it. Uh, no. Not actually, what? no. What? No. Oh, my God. Damn it. That would be perfect. You know the full importance of that car, right? Yep, back to the future. Came on 85. <laughs> yeah. I mean, were you kind of like the coolest kid in the neighborhood? No, not really. What? I only rode in it like one time. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, I know, if, I mean, where I grew up, there was a DeLorean in, in the neighborhood that would have got stolen. <laughs> yeah. My one was there. <laughs> Oh God! Ugh. So, all right, man. Um, before we wrap this up, uh, I end every show with a bonus round. Are you ready for this? Okay. Yep. Okay. Name me your favorite scary movie. Oh God, I don't like watching scary movies. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't really watch them. Scary movies. Hmm. I'm not sure. I don't really watch movies like that. Just name a movie. Okay, have a scary movie too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's actually not a bad answer. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that one. Was, um, <laughs> more of the comedy side, but yeah. Yeah, name me a food you can't live without. Well, you already know the answer to that. It's going to be rice. <laughs> No, it could have been anything, dude. I wasn't thinking rice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, say so. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Do you have any weird talents? Weird talents? Hmm. I wouldn't say talents, but I could fart with my hands. <laughs> okay. I'll count it. <laughs> Okay, um, you have to pick one of these. Netflix, Hulu, HBO, or Disney Plus? 
Hmm. I feel like Netflix. Netflix? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Real talk here. Who wins in a fight? Superman or Goku? Goku. <laughs> My man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, last question. What would your Mortal Kombat fatality be? Oh, good. I've always liked Scorpions. We got that thing coming out of his arm. Yeah. You know, or, or do you mean, like, what would I do? Yeah, what would you do? What would you do? Oh, damn. Hmm. I feel like I'll take my shoe off and take my sock off and throw the sock at the person and he does because it smells awful. <laughs> that, that, that would kind of be like a... Uh, it wouldn't be like a friendship. It would <laughs> be something. Yep. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, appreciate you doing it on the show, man. It's good to catch up with you, pal. Yeah, likewise. Thank you. <laughs> All right, man. I'll see you. If you or someone you know needs help, give the Veteran Crisis Line a call. The number is 1-800-273-8255. And if you don't want to talk to them, slide into my DMs. I'll talk to you. But don't ignore the signs. And for the love of God... Don't start wearing gray sweatpants. This message has been brought to you by the Veterans with Benefits podcast.